welcome back to the Bringing the Ma to Mastectomy podcast. This is our fourth episode. Um, it's been a little while, but uh, we finally had some time to sit down and, and record again. But as always, I am your host, Kevin. I am joined by my beautiful wife, Jen. Hello, guys. So last time we finished up uh, with Jen having her revision. And yeah, you know, life was life was good for a little while, but uh, right around... The end of June, things started to happen. So why don't you explain a little bit about what I'm alluding to here? Yeah. Uh, so just a heads up, this podcast might be a little bit longer than the other ones, just because a lot has happened that we're going to describe. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. So just want to give you guys a heads up. but Sit down, relax, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So in January, I had my revision and everything was fine and I was like I said, going about everyday life. And um, the middle of June, I want to say it was before June 18th, maybe a couple days before June 18th, I remember had just gotten out of the shower and I happened to look down at my legs and I saw these little red scattered areas that looked to be like little hives on my legs, which was really weird. And you know, my legs were very, very itchy. So I thought maybe it was, you know, just from irritation from shaving my legs, that can happen. We thought maybe the dogs had tracked something in and it was like on our bed. Yeah, I remember. Cleaning, we cleaned our sheets, we cleaned our comforters. Um, You know, we kind of went through the motions of, you know, maybe I'm coming into contact with something that's really upsetting my body to act like this. And um, at one point, I thought, well, maybe it's just allergies. So I ended up taking Zyrtec for a couple days, and I remember it really didn't do much, and the hives were actually spreading. Um, They were still small, but they were spreading onto my arms, and I remember um, one night when I went to sleep, maybe a couple days after this had started, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning and I was covered in hives. Um, They were on my legs, on my belly, they were on my arms. I remember having like marble sized bumps on my scalp line. Yeah, I mean, to put that in perspective uh, for people who maybe haven't seen the pictures, there was very little skin to be seen that was not a red welt type thing yeah it was was bad and it was super uncomfortable I was so itchy and I was like yeah I was like oh my god I need prednisone or I need something stronger like something's going on so I ended up going and driving myself first thing like eight o'clock in the morning first appointment of the day at a CVS minute clinic and the girl looked at me and was like oh my god like did you use anything different did you eat anything different like something was going on and I was like no like I and the funny thing is I haven't like I haven't eaten anything different I haven't touched anything or used anything differently so this was like a shock like for me like I was in shock when this is happening like I had no idea what was going on so she said okay we're definitely going to give you a medrol pack and those of you who don't know um that is like a mini prednisone taper yeah a very very low dose right it starts at like 20 
milligrams? Is yeah, it 20? I, I believe you start at 24 milligrams and then you slowly taper down each day for a week and you end up just ending with four milligrams. Yeah, usually for stuff that's like poison ivy and and other things like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't think I had poison ivy. Like that was going kind of through my head, but it wasn't like blistery or there wasn't any like drainage or anything. They were well, just, I mean, I just welts. They usually use a medrol pack for people who have poison oh, ivy. Oh yeah, absolutely, oh. absolutely. So I was so excited and I started the medrol pack and the hives were calming down. They were responding really well to the prednisone. So I was really excited and I was just, you know, going about my day and I had, you know, went the week. Oops. Oops. Sorry guys. I'm knocking things over over here, but I went the week and I did the medrol pack and, um, when I ended the medrol pack, the hives started to come back again. And when they came back, they were like, that was like concerning to me. I was like, uh oh, why are they coming back? Yeah, because I remember like we, you got the medrol pack and we we're like, all right, that's it. This is over. Yeah. Yeah, this is done. Yeah. That's all we needed. All right. And, like, uh, quick fix. Let's go. Just yeah. give me the drugs. No and big deal. <laughs> JK, LOL. Okay. Yeah. So I was getting very concerned because the hives were coming back again. And I was like, oh, God, I need, I guess, more prednisone. And um, I guess a medrol pack really is like a low-dose prednisone in comparison to um, what could be used. So I ended up going back to urgent care, and they said that the medrol pack probably wasn't strong enough to kill off whatever was causing this reaction in my body. So they ended up starting me on a stronger prednisone taper. So instead of starting at 24 milligrams, I was started at 40 milligrams, tapering down by like 10 milligrams for like a week, and then eventually stopping at 10 milligrams. And I believe it was over a week as well. So I was like, all right, yeah, again, we, you know, we were kind of in the spot of, uh, all right, cool, this is going to fix it, yeah. <laughs> right? And and so I think still it's, it's important to distinguish too. Prednisone is not like an antibiotic, no. right? The idea is it just kind of suppresses um, your immune response to things, right? Because your hives are like an allergic reaction or something along those lines. So taking the prednisone then calms that down so the hives disappear. Right. Okay. And um, during this time, you know, they were super, super itchy and really uncomfortable. And I was trying Benadryl for the itch. And um, I was, you know, I've noticed that none of really like the antihistamines were really working for me, which and, and plus like dealing with these hives, being on the prednisone, but still being itchy, it's hard to take something for the itch during the day that doesn't make you drowsy. So that was kind of something I ran into. But um, so I get halfway down the prednisone taper. I start at the 40 milligrams. And um, this was around June 18th that I started the taper. And then on June 23rd, I had woken up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I almost had a heart attack because, like Kevin said, my body, I literally was covered head to toe in these red welts. 
and they were itchy. They were on, now, instead of just being on my body, like from my, um, my trunk down per se, they were on my neck, they were on my face, they were close to my mouth. So we were concerned that you know, since it was so close to my airway, is it going, are these welts and all the, this inflammation is going to affect my airway? Yeah. I mean, well, we didn't, we also really had no idea why anything was happening. So at, at this point it was kind of like, all bets are off. Like, uh, this needs to get figured out like yesterday. Yeah. And being on such high doses of prednisone, you know, 40 milligrams, that's a pretty good dose for, of prednisone. Like, it seemed like nothing was touching whatever was happening in me, which was really concerning. So I said, I need to go to the hospital. Like, I need IV steroids. Like, I, from being on oral prednisone for the past week or so and it not doing anything, that was a big concern. So um, we went to the hospital, and the doctor came in and she looked at me and some of the hives on me were like a um some were like the like the thick red welt type appearance but others were like this hollow ring appearance where the outside ring of the hive would be red and then it would have like a clear white center to it so it almost looked like a ringworm type thing, but it wasn't ringworm. Um, it was just very bizarre, very bizarre. So I, she came in and she looked at me, and because of the way the rash presented itself with the hollow ring type appearance, um, they had diagnosed me with what was called erythema multiforme, which is a um, rash caused by a virus. And... Um, they did end up giving me IV steroids. They gave me IV Benadryl. And within like 15 minutes, the hives were just going away. But it was very, very weird because once the hives were going away, they kind of left like an imprint on my skin. Well, they, le they left almost like a bruise. Yeah, like a bruise. Like my skin was bruised from it. It was like... Yeah, I was very concerned people were going to think I beat you. Yeah, like, it was bad. You know, it, it looked like you had been in like a hundred street fights. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was... have pictures of my belly of where the hives were. And then once the hives kind of faded and they weren't raised anymore and they were trying to go away, you can see the actual outline and the imprint as a bruise on my skin. So it, these weren't like your normal hives you would get from just regular allergies so yeah these were we we i mean we still really kind of don't know but these were not they're not nice i don't like these things yeah so they said that um they sent me home um obviously with the with the prednisone taper now increasing it instead of starting at 40 milligrams like i was before increasing it to 60 milligrams and now how much IV prednisone did they give you while you were in the hospital? I believe it was 125 milligrams. So you're like super prednisone. Yeah. And having to be on pred, and I had all the prednisone before that as well in my so system. So you stopped at McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. Just in case you guys didn't know, one side effect of prednisone is it makes you very hungry. Yeah. So, um, 
they sent me home with the prednisone taper, said to continue that. And they said to follow up with an allergist um, just to kind of see what they have to say. So um, a couple days later, I got in with the allergist and he had explained to me that because it was being caused by a virus and there's thousands of viruses out there, so we don't, we can't pinpoint which actual virus my body was fighting against. And those of you who know um, viral infections or anything viral, like a viral process in the body, the body kind of has to fight it off itself. Um, it's not like you can take antibiotics or anything. Like if you get sick with a virus, they said, you know, the body just, it just has to run its course. So um, the allergist was telling me how the prednisone is good for the inflammation, but um, I have such a strong histamine response going on in my body, and that's why these hives were, you know, keeping, um, they were showing up. After I got discharged from the hospital, I believe the day of my appointment, I woke up and I was covered in hives again. We were like, oh, perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, like. Let them see everything. Yeah, they, he can see what's going on, but then, like, I'm concerned because it's like, okay, well, I got so much prednisone. Why isn't the prednisone, like, really, like, fighting? Well, it, it was clear that like, whatever was happening at that point, a short-term anything wasn't going to be the solution. Right. Like, this wasn't something that was just going to go away in 10 days because it hadn't gone away in, like, a month. Yeah. <laughs> so he ended up putting me on what's called Zizol, and that is antihistamine. Very and similar to Zyrtec, if, which is what he explained, I think. Yeah. Um, normally, your normal person would take one um, tablet in 24 hours, but me, he had it on, had me on it three times a day, which was rough because it did make me very drowsy and trying to take care of my one-year-old at the time and um, trying to work. I worked evening shifts, so um, getting through the days, just pounding coffee, mm-hmm. it was very tough for me. Coffee. <laughs> mm. Yes. Um, so during this, you know, during the time I'm on the prednisone taper and everything, and um, I... Um, the hives were, I guess, kind of one day it would be good. The next day they would pop up again. One day be good. Like I was kind of going, having this back and forth effect and I'm um, just trying to be optimistic. So I saw my allergist on June 26th and come July 2nd, I had woken up and I remember laying in bed and it was hard for me to open up my left eye. I was like, why can't I open up my eye? And it felt like I had like a sty in my eye or just my eyes were kind of like glued shut, maybe because I haven't taken my makeup off the night before. Is that a thing that happens to you? Glu- eyes are quote unquote glued shut? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes people get like crusties and it's gross. Yeah, crusties doesn't glue your eye. Okay, whatever. <laughs> This is a discussion for a different time. Yeah. So um, I felt like as I was getting up out of bed into the bathroom to kind of look at like kind of what was going on, I felt like the side of my face was like really swollen and it felt like I had 
cotton ball shoved in the side of my mouth, which was like really concerning for me. And I felt like when I walked, like my skin, like I had sunburn all over my skin. So I went into the bathroom, I turned on the light. And guys, when I tell you that it looked like someone beat the crap out of me, I'm not even exaggerating. It was horrible. Uh, my left eye was almost swollen shut. I had a huge like sack of fluid underneath my eyelid. I had a huge lump on the top of my forehead, like protruding from my forehead. Um, the side of my mouth was so swollen that it felt like someone shoved cotton balls in the side of my mouth, and I couldn't really even talk correctly. It, I was talking with a lisp because there was so much swelling on the side of my face, and my whole body, again, was covered in these bright red welts, and like they burned and they were so painful I couldn't even touch my skin and again they were all over my arms my legs my belly my back um I had them on my neck my face was all messed up and I was like oh my god like what is going on yeah I was (laughs) I mean from so from like your husband's point of view (laughs) uh I was getting pretty concerned at this point because it just seemed like Whatever it was, was not... Like nothing was working at this point. And it was not going away. So like, of course, you know, my mind goes to like DEFCON 1. And I'm like, okay, that's great. That's it. It's over. (laughs) The end. And, you know, but like at that time, like I was was legitimately, I was very nervous because no one could figure out what was wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's never, you know, it's never a great feeling when you go to see, you know, we go to see the allergist and we're like, okay, like this is the person... You know, they're gonna know they're gonna know what to do right and they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna figure it out and they're gonna fix it and then you know I mean it, it's not anybody's fault like obviously this was a pretty complex condition that you know you're walking into an allergist office of somebody who's never met you doesn't know your history like mm-hmm. you know and, and so I was like okay great like we saw an allergist who else do we go see like yeah who do we need to see about this because maybe this isn't an allergy thing anymore yeah So I just remember like looking at Kevin, waking him up and I was like, Kev, like you need to call your parents. You need to, they have to pick up the baby. We need to go to the hospital like right now. And I think, um, I didn't have any like shortness of breath. It did look like I was having some sort of anaphylactic reaction, but I did not have like any tongue swelling. My throat wasn't swollen. Like my airway was perfectly fine. I think I was just getting myself nervous and obviously I was like full of anxiety at that point. So I think I was just um, like giving myself shortness of breath, almost like having a panic attack almost, Um, rightfully so for the way I looked. So I was very nervous. So um, we ended up going down to the hospital. We went to a different hospital at this point and um, they got me right in because they saw how I looked, and they were like, oh, my God. And they gave me IV steroids. They gave me Claritin as my antihistamine. Dr. Miller, Dr. Miller time. Yes, and um, we met this wonderful ER doctor, and he was phenomenal. Yeah, he was, he was absolutely incredible. I, he, was, he was great. Yeah, so he was like, oh, my God, what did you eat? Any shellfish, da, da, da. And I was like, no, that's the thing. I'm not doing anything different. Like, well, I, th- I think, too, it was one of the first times 
throughout this whole process that you felt listened to. Yes. Um, and that someone wasn't just like, well, nope, this is chronic hives. Yeah. And you're fine. Like you, you know. Yeah. He took the time. He sat down. He listened to everything you said. He. He really listened to my symptoms. And he and he thought of other, you know, they ran every blood test on planet Earth on you. Yeah, they even um, consulted an infectious disease doctor from Yale. And, um, you know, they tested me for HIV, hepatitis, STDs, any tick-borne illnesses like Lyme, babiosis, anaplasm- <laughs> yeah, anaplasmosis. He was thinking maybe Rocky Mountain spotted fever, but I had no fevers at all at the time this was they, happening. They, they literally tested you for like everything ever. Yeah, thinking maybe it was an infectious process going on that was causing my body to react the way it was. But... Um, you know, he, again, some of the, um, the test results take a couple days to come back. So he sent me home with, you know, 60 milligrams of prednisone for three days. And I had to get back in with my yeah, allergist. And it was get back in and see the allergist. So. Which he was nice <laughs> enough to call and be like, you do, bleh, excuse me, you need to see this person like now. Or like tomorrow. Because we had already <laughs> scheduled in a, a follow-up and we couldn't get in. That was like in two weeks. And yeah. I was like, no, I can't and, wait two weeks. And that weeks. was the earliest we could get in. Yeah, yeah. no. So um, back to the hospital or back to the allergist it was. And, um, you know, we saw an, a different allergist this time. Same practice, but different allergist who, you know, was phenomenal again. Um you know, he was, had 30 plus years experience in, you know, the practice. So that kind of made me feel a lot better. Like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. And he told me, which no one told us prior, that um, erythema multiforme is obviously a virus, but it takes six to eight weeks to burn itself out. Um, so there's, you just kind of have to wait and see and, and the body just needs to burn it out as time goes on yeah i remember we um we walked in and he's like how long have you had these for him we're like a month a month he's like oh you're halfway through we're like and excuse me <laughs> we look at each other we're like is he is this a joke like yeah is, like what <laughs> is he serious and then he's like oh no no no. usually these things and we're like oh that kind of would have been nice to know before i was literally having a heart attack over the fact that I thought nothing was ever going to get better. And yeah, and I'm like, I can't keep going into the hospital every two days flaring up like this and being pumped with all these steroids. Like, that's not how it's supposed to be. But um, he had put me on a different antihistamine, which I was on Allegra. Which worked extremely well. Yes. Um, again, the normal person would take one pill a day. Me, I was on two pills in the morning, two pills at night. I also was on Pepsid, which those of you who don't know, Pepsid is an anti-acid. And anti-acids like Pepsid or Zantac, they have a histamine blocker as well. So um, Allegra, I believe, is an H1 blocker. And Sounds Pepsid right. is it has like an H2 blocker. Either way, they block different types of histamines right right which i never knew i never knew that antacids were also right so that's really good to know and um being since i was on so much prednisone and pumped up with prednisone in such a small amount of time 
um, prednisone can actually deplete your vitamin D levels. So he was having me take vitamin D. And then he had made a customized prednisone taper for me, which I would start at 60 milligrams for about five days, which is a very, very high dose. And I would taper down only by five milligrams each day until I was done with the taper. So as you guys can see how much prednisone I have gotten from June 18th to July 2nd, which is a couple weeks. Yeah, no, i sorry. I thought it was, this was after July 2nd. Sorry about no. our dog barking. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So now I have to be on even more, more prednisone, prednisone for a longer period of for time. For like a month and a half. Yeah. So at this point, our goal was to have me off of the prednisone and control my symptoms with just Allegra and Pepsid. So that was our goal at that time. Um, and just, I don't know if any of you guys are really familiar with prednisone, but you know, prednisone is fine if you use it in short-term increments, but being on prednisone for long periods of time, it does have um, some negative side effects to it. Um, it can, it's known for suppressing your immune system, so it makes it hard for you to fight off any like colds, if you get any, any infections. Um, your body's immune system is not as strong to fight off like well, colds. That's actually and stuff. why you haven't gotten a flu shot yet. Right, because. You wouldn't develop the antibodies. Yeah, because yeah. of the prednisone. It can cause um, vascular necrosis. It decreases bone density over time. It can um, cause diabetes as well because it's known to increase your blood sugars. And I can go on and on about the long-term side effects, but it's really not not safe to be on prednisone for long periods of time. Um, that being said, there are some negative side effects as well that I personally experienced that were not great. Um, they definitely affected my physical and mental health. And it was um, really, I, I went through a rough patch when I was on the prednisone. Um, prednisone does make you hungry and um, it is known for weight gain. And so during this time from June to basically all of July because I had to be on it for yeah, like the whole month. Your basically. prednisone taper ended on our anniversary. Yeah. So yeah. July 29th was my last taper, but I had to go all of July basically and basically almost the most of, of June on prednisone. So I really started seeing the symptoms around like July 16th. Um, and just in that short amount of time from like July 2nd from my hospital visit from July 16th, I really saw changes in me. I had gained 15 to 20 pounds in a very short amount of time, which is, you know, it happens, but it's not good. Um, I know that that was a side effect of prednisone and I tried tracking my food. I've tried watching what I ate, but um, at this point, it's just a side effect of the medication. It doesn't matter what happens. You can eat a cheeseburger or you can eat 
a fruit salad, like you're still going to gain weight. And that's just how it is. Well, a lot of that too is, is water retention. Too. It is. Yeah. yeah. And you can mostly see it in your face and you get what's called moon face where your face gets really swollen. And for me, my face got really round like a moon. That's why they call it moon face. Very swollen. My neck, um, you know, was very bloated and, um, my cheeks like got really swollen to the point where they looked like chipmunk cheeks, I call it. So, um, you know, that, that really, really, um, was hard for me to see. Yeah. It it was hard for me to watch you go through that too, because unfortunately like there wasn't anything I could do. No. And, and you know why I kept telling myself like, this is temporary, like, I just have a couple more weeks left. Like, you know, this is just temporary, but it really did like have, um, an emotional effect on me. Um, because since I did gain so much weight in such a short period of time and my face got really full looking, um, people thought that I was pregnant. They would make comments like, Oh, are you pregnant? Yeah. Which like really like, you know, women in general, like have body image issues and this just kind of like made it that much more difficult to deal with but um yeah people would make comments asking if I was pregnant or um you know people had said oh well you know you could tell like they were looking at me differently like some some of the doctors that I worked with came up to me and asked me like are you okay um because they knew something was off they knew something was wrong and you know, I just kind of try to put on like this blank face and just go do what I have to do. Um, I was embarrassed to like go out in public. I was embarrassed to even go to work. Um, I didn't really want to leave the house because I was embarrassed of how I looked. And that's just how I felt. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough for me because I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really care. Like I just wanted you to be healthy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, not that I should say I didn't care. I didn't care about how you looked. That's what I mean by that. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's tough because there wasn't much I could do. I'm like, you know, like Jen, it's okay. Yeah. And you I'm know, lucky that I have a husband that loves me for who I am and not for my looks because it was really, really tough. Aw, thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, aside of the weight gain, um, there were other symptoms that I kind of had in control or could cover up, so to say. Um, the prednisone made me break out. So I had acne on my face. I had it on my chest, like really bad. I had it on my shoulders and then I was starting to break out on my back. So, um, at least I could use like makeup to cover up the acne on my face and I could just cover up with my clothes, the acne on my body. So that was really tough to go through. And, I was growing hair on my face, like to the point where it looked like legit hair, like I was growing a beard on my face. And I remember being in Foxwoods and we were getting ready for dinner and I was touching up my makeup and that's when I first saw it. And I was like, oh my God, Kev. And at this point, like (laughs) I was so emotionally like drained and I just didn't care anymore because I was like, oh, well, I have hair on my face. Like what else could go wrong? I... I gained 20 pounds, I have hair on my face, I'm breaking out, like what, like what's hair on my face, like who cares, like oh my god. I mean really I didn't care. I know. I told you you could use my razor. (laughs) Well at the time I was like oh my god I have to shave my face, like oh my god but we didn't have a razor. Mm. Welcome to the club. (laughs) 
So I was like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I just put makeup on my face to try to cover it as much. I mean, also, but... it was hard to see because it was right by your ears. So your, your It looked like, like my it. sideburns were, like, growing yeah. out yeah, really pretty, bad. Pretty dope sideburns, John Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can laugh about it now, but at the time, it was, yeah. like, not good. At the, at the time, good. you were not happy. No. All right, so those are just some like of the side effects that I went through through prednisone, and I'm sure if anyone's listening who has gone through this before, you guys can kind of relate to the negative side effects. And those of you who do have, you know, long-term illnesses that do require long-term use of prednisone, my heart goes out to you, and I give you, I have such respect for you for dealing with that on a daily basis. Um, but like we said, come July 29th, um, that was my last dose of prednisone. I think it was like a five milligram dose. And I was like, oh my God, I was like, we're so excited. Cause I'm like, we finally got through a prednisone taper without me flaring yeah. up and ending in the hospital. Yeah, as we were, getting, <laughs> we're getting somewhere. As we were getting close to the end, we were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Is it working? I was so nervous, guys. I was so nervous to yeah. go to sleep at night. Cause I was so scared that I would wake up in the morning and I would be covered. So, like, every day was a struggle for me. But... Jen's favorite word, by the way, is covered. Yeah. She uses the word covered in hives when she has, like, three hives on her. No. Like... <laughs> so, come August, I was only on the Pepsid and the Allegra. So, no more prednisone. And my face was starting to go down. Um, yeah, we thought we were... My through. hives weren't that bad. So, I was like, okay, like, you know... Uh, August 18th around that time would have marked the the six to eight week mark of when this first yeah, the, started yeah, that would have been eight weeks, yeah. I was like great we're getting somewhere like this is going to be over soon and my face was turning back to normal and I was so excited and um, the only thing is that I never went a day without having something one hive on yeah me. they never they never fully went away which was not i wasn't a like great sign. i wasn't covered like i didn't have a, a a good amount on me at one time there was like maybe one here maybe one here maybe a couple on my legs but they would disappear and then i would wake up there would be a cluster on my arm like they would come and go in clusters almost and um come september that's when, um, yeah, the story. Yeah, uh, the story shall continue. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll save that for the next episode, guys. But yeah, it's it, when you think the, it's over, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's Yogi Bear. It's not over till it's over. Yeah. So thank you all for listening. I hope that was uh, that was informative and intriguing for you. <laughs> uh, but the story, the train does not stop here. No, it doesn't. So no, it doesn't, <laughs> guys. You are in for a bumpy ride. Yeah, buckle that up. Come, come next episode. So again, thank you all for listening. <laughs> I know this one was a little bit longer uh, than usual, but we will see you next time. Right, bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.